Fairy Bread would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions and the culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people across the nation. Although here at Fairy Bread we're careful of our content, we may still be discussing topics which could be upsetting or triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, doll, how's your week been? Oh, pretty good, thank you. How about yours? Yeah, look, not too bad. Thank you for asking. What are you reading, watching, listening to? Well, you, really. Look at you today. Wow. Wow. Okay. Hey, I've just finished Jimmy He's Barnes. He's a gay man, everybody. That's <laughs> <laughs> all just wrong. Jimmy Barnes' Working Class Man, which is his second book after Working Class Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was it? It was, uh, it was great. It was like... Um, a serial where you couldn't, you have to go to the next episode. You kept reading, kept reading, even though it took me a while. Because Does that mean you happened. can't put it down? Oh, well, it might mean that, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, but I did at sometimes, some stages I did. Mm. Yeah, you would have had to have. But quite a few things I didn't know about Jimmy. He's obviously had a long battle with drugs and alcohol, which is all in the book, so it's all out there as well. But I didn't know about his uh, his sexual abuse as a young boy. That was quite harrowing, especially for him. Oh, I'm surprised that he didn't put that in Working Class Boy. I think it was in there as well. Oh, but was I, it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I do have to get a copy of that hardback. So if you know where I can get a second-hand copy of that hardback, oh, uh, look out. let us know at fairybreadpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Hmm. But, so that's what I've been reading. I've finished that one and now I'm starting on George Michael Alive. Oh, wow. I'm reading um, Britney Spears. My daughter has finished it. She read it with the um, uh, accompaniment of the audio book. So she read and listened at the same time. Isn't that hilarious? It's a new generation thing, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm listening to a couple of podcasts. One, a lot of fun, The Real Brady Bros, which is Barry Williams and Christopher Knight, that's Greg Brady and Peter, Peter. Brady, talking about each episode. And they don't talk about them in sequence. They just go, okay, Series, season five, episode three, and then they do season one, episode seven and stuff. They're, it's actually a lot of fun. They have lovely memories, and it brings back a lot of lovely memories of watching the Brady Bunch. The other one that I'm uh, uh, absolutely uh, enthralled by is True Crime Obsessed. Now, that's with Gillian Pensavale and Patrick Hines, and one day I dream that we will be invited, you and I, Brendan, to Obsess Fest, which is their special wondrous event of they have drag queen bingo and all that. I want us to be able to get invited to that. 69, Sadler's Delight. Okay. <laughs> have you ever been to bingo? I have. That's what legs they call 11. out for 69. Do they? Yes, Sailor's Delight. I know Legs 11 yeah. and I know Two Little Ducks. Yeah, 22, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of all of them. Mm. So, desperate to be invited. So, if Patrick Hines or Julian Pensavale hears this, um, we'd love to be invited and included in Obsess Fest. Okay, what I've been listening to is a couple of podcasts. You know how I'm I'm pretty much into the American politics scene? Oh, yes. Yeah. We're very, very different in that. I like true crime and you like politics. Oh, it's probably the same thing now that I'm thinking of it. <laughs> so there's one called um, uh, How to Win 24, which looks at how the Democrats can win the, uh, the election in, in this year, actually. And the other one is Alex Wagner tonight, who is, um, who's a host of a program on... MSNBC, but I also watch the Alex Wagner because you can actually see little segments on uh, YouTube. All right. So they put it all together in a one podcast, but if you want to watch the segments there separately. That's sort of interesting that we have very similar tastes in certain things and quite contrasting tastes in other things.
This week we sat down and we had a look at um, a different type of uh, music documentary because it's about someone who's actually still alive and with us. Miley Cyrus. Well, it's actually called The Endless Summer Vacation, That's, Vacation. which is the name of her album. Her. Yes. And can you believe this is her eighth album? That is pretty unbelievable. My daughter grew up with Miley Cyrus being Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus to me has had a lot of incarnations and I never quite knew where I stood with Miley Cyrus. So I was kind of like, yeah, she's there, but whatever. And this documentary in an hour completely changed my view of Miley Cyrus. I thought she was fabulous. She had one of the best parties in the whole world ever that I wasn't invited to where she invited all of her girlfriends and they had to bring a gay friend <laughs> and I'm like that's my dream party what are you doing why wasn't I there I would have brought a million gay friends I saw a real emotional depth that I didn't know that she had you said different incarnations is that just like people changing their image like Madonna changes images Kylie changes image. everyone changes their image over a period of time I think her transformation from Disney child star to being then this twerking short head tongue sticking out person I think this was about her breakup with the Hemsworth. But look, just the, the depth of lyrics, and between each song she gave a bit of a synopsis, and what really impressed me was her songwriting ability and the house she was living in or where she was performing. Oh, what yeah. a magnificent house well, that was. Well, they actually zoomed <laughs> there, and I'm going, yeah, I get it, Miley, you live in a better house than me. Okay, cool. If that's now what? If that's your flex. Yeah, but I think, and you could see when she was in the... In the <laughs> It's not really a yard, the garden, LA in the background. But look, uh, some great songs in there too. Jaded, Thousand Miles, Wildcard. It was it was just an eye-opener to the talent of Myvery Cyrus. And of course, why wouldn't she be talented? She's got, I mean, Billy Ray as a father. Well, that, I reckon that might have been held a bit <laughs> against her in the early days, but sure. She's okay. got the godmother of Dolly Parton, even though that's not blood. <laughs> but that's pretty fabulous. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I was Who very, very impressed. One, uh, one thing that I must say is she had the opportunity to actually do hair changes, costume changes, and she did. I know she had a couple of changes, but I thought she'd change in every song. She didn't. She didn't change her positioning. It was every couple of songs. Then she went up on the roof and did da 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 I loved Flowers, but she, she started this, which was on a great foot as far as I was concerned, with the song Jaded, which is my favourite Miley Cyrus song. Yeah, what a great yeah, song. It is a good song. Yeah. And I loved her and I went in there very ambivalent I kind of could have taken it or left it when we decided we were going to do it I was like oh yeah whatever and I absolutely came out of there adoring her the song River was interesting she talked about that and she talked about and the, and the line in there is that where it says there's something about April showers mm. and she said that they didn't want me to talk about this so when you look at the album on iTunes there's uh, a clean version and an explicit version so in relation to River and she talks in the doco about this talks about the song and says that they didn't want me to talk about it. Yeah, so, then they bleeped it out. She said, oh, because the song's about... And they bleeped it. And I'm thinking, well, what? And so my mind goes into overdrive about April mine. showers, golden showers. <laughs> yeah. Another one of the songs which I really liked was Ireland. It had a great feel to it. Mm. And I think if South Pacific, the musical, was written today, By that Miley song Cyrus. would be in it. That would be in it, that <laughs> song. Not a bad point. <laughs> yes, not I a, like that Not one. a bad point. I like the whole album, actually. And I didn't think I would. It actually left me wanting more, perhaps more of her story. I didn't really need to listen to any more if I didn't have to, but I wanted more of her story. I was fascinated by her. Yep. It was released in March, the album. It's her eighth, as I said, and it's just amazing. I just, just She's got a real body of work there now, hasn't she? And a gorgeous body too. And she has, yeah. She really does. And let's just touch on, you mentioned the clothing or the outfits. Not a lot of changes, maybe four... 
first one was she had this huge belt the, buckle. Yeah, that was fabulous. <laughs> it was holding the dress up. It was really great. When you're that skinny, I'm like, wow, I'm about, you know, 20 kilos I was, getting that dress ever It was on. like gold. And I thought it, there was a couple of moments when she moved to the side and I thought it was like a TV screen or something. It was like really yeah. quite, wow, what is that? And then it's a, it's a gold buckle. Yeah. Yeah, she looked like a Teletubby for a minute. Without the, without the tubby. Without any tubby. There's you know, no tubby on she's that. She's really amazing. So, look, uh, yeah, four points to her. I think eight out of ten for this one. I, I reckon I'll give it an eight. She lost one point with her tattoos. I didn't know she had so many little tattoos, and I was a bit distracted trying to figure out what everything was on her arms. It, it's a fashion thing, but it's actually... Uh, I found myself trying to identify what everything was. Yeah, would you rather have a full sleeve or a full leg? I'd probably be distracted by that as well, if I'm honest. Mm. Miley Cyrus, Endless Summer Vacation, out now. Stream it today on Disney+. Plus. It's really timely that we talked and spoke about Miley Cyrus today, Doll. Yes, because she's just won her first ever Grammy for the answer to Bruno Mars's song, When I Was Your Man, Flowers. <laughs> Is that too much? No, that's not too much. Why is that too much? It's kind of sounded a bit much. Apparently, it's a bit of a dig at Liam Hemsworth, but also the performance, she was sensational. Yes, she was. She was. It was a, Look, I just think that she's taken over the mantle from some of those other female icons. Without the diva behaviour, I think the mic drop was fabulous at the Grammy. She was absolutely sensational because she seemed so less aggressive and yet that mic drop at the end, I was like, good on you, girl. Yep. And and the Tina Turner. Uh, I think she was paying homage to Tina Turner. Absolutely. In the uh, yeah. And those legs, they're just sensational, aren't they? It was fantastic. She yep. was, she's, she's, she's got a great body. So go, Miley. Congratulations on your Grammy. Absolutely. Now, I've got some Grammy songs. So these are songs of the year. I'm going to say the first line or sing it if you don't know, mm -hmm. and you're going to tell me, um, I'd like... Okay, Grammy, 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 a song after midnight. Go for it. These are older ones because some of the Billie Eilish and those ones you may not know. I was interested when I was doing my Google search how many people had won two Grammys for song of the year, and they're all women but one. So it's Barbara Streisand... Okay. Bette Midler. Mm-hmm. Roberta Flack. Uh, killing Me Softly with his song. Might have been one of them, and it was. I'm just saying might have been, <laughs> but it actually was. Um, Billie Eilish. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the man is, bet you can't guess, uh, go back in time Frank a bit. Sinatra? Oh, no, no, no. Mm. They actually started in 1959, the Grammys. Oh, that's the year I was born. Yeah. Oh, is it? Really? Yeah. Okay. Am I allowed to give my age away? Well, apparently, you, well, you already have. Um, Henry Mancini. Oh, yeah, well, he wrote the theme to the Pink Panther. That was just one that of That wasn't many. one of the <laughs> Grammy-winning songs of the year, though. Uh, so here's some for you, okay. and we'll do some another time as well, with a bit of Grammy history, which I'll go through. So what's my line? He came from somewhere back in her long ago. He came from somewhere back in her long ago. Kind of sounds like that too. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> you don't know who it is. It's in my head, yeah. Um, I'll give you an artist. Yes. Doobie Brothers. Ah. Uh, um, he came from somewhere back in the long ago. <sighs> but what a fool believes. Let's not believes. listen to the music, of course. What a fool, yeah, what a fool <laughs> believes. <laughs> okay. Good try. I could see your cogs not turning. As, not as, uh, I think I like uh, listening to the music much better. Than I that, do though. too, but that yeah. didn't win a Grammy, sorry. <sighs> God, they're hopeless. Well, it didn't give, win Song of the Year. It may have won a Grammy for, I don't know, something else. 
don't go changing to try and please me. Yeah, I love you just the way you are. Oh, perfect. Thanks, Billy. He was there too at the Grammys. He was. Yeah, with his new song. I've been alive forever. I can see that. And I <laughs> thank you very much. Wow. How dare you? And I wrote the very first song. I write the songs. You got it. Barry Manilow. You've got it. Written by Bruce Johnston. There you go. Hey, didn't he? Yeah, no, Barry Manilow sang it and didn't even write it. That's right. And Barry Manilow could write a song too. I oh, couldn't he what? Memories like the corners of my mind. Thanks, Babs. The way we were. Absolutely. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Have you seen her, her a new book? It's like about, I don't know, a thousand pages. Mm. It's quite thick. But she's she's had a big life. 80 years to put in one book. Yeah, but also big 80 years. Mm. Yeah. Not yeah. just like average 80 years. When you're down and troubled and you need some love and care. Is this fire and rain? No. When you're down. Oh, when no. you're down uh-huh. and troubled. Oh, that's Carol King. Yeah. Um, from and her you tapestry need album. some love and care. Yeah, you've got I would a have accepted James Taylor as yeah, well. Yep. Yeah. You've got a friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well done. <laughs> mm. So, four out of five is pretty good. Didn't I get five? No, oh. you didn't get the Doobie Brothers. Sorry. No, but. You did really well, Brendan. Well done. <laughs> on Fairy Bread, it's the new taste sensation, or not, <laughs> on What's That Like? <laughs> Crackly packet. This is the one that I found that um, I've been waiting a little bit, a while for you to try it now. Okay. If you could just, I'm passing over a packet underneath. Okay. So oh, it, it's chips. They're chips. And yeah. I love a chip. I'm going to take a few yeah. in case they're good. Thank you. So you might uh, know of the Bundy Bear, and you might have had that dark oh. subs, that dark fluid. Oh God, liquid. I'm dreading this. <laughs> oh no. So have have a munch. It's Are they Bundaberg flavoured chips? Well, they're Bundaberg chips, but they're ginger beer flavour. Oh, God. (laughs) So let's let's have one together. I haven't tried it yet. All right, all right. I'm going away from the mic because I don't like the crunching. Oh, I'm going to crunch. I know you are. Mmm. Well, they crunch like a chip. Mmm. And they taste like ginger beer with a bit of salt. I'm going to say, love ginger. They're not quite gingery enough for me, but actually ginger and chips go really well together. Don't they? Do you like them? What's that like? I love them. Love them. Love them. Would you buy them? I did. I know, but I meant again. Yes, I would. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would too. They're from um, the Kettle Makers, you know, Kettle Chips, so they're, mm-hmm. you know, a reputable brand. So Bundy and Coke in this hand, ginger beer chips in this hand. What, what else would you need? Love them. Perfect. Well done, Brendan. Good choice. <laughs> okay, well, I've brought dessert. Okay, so I'm going to open up my packet. So this is the sweet one. Correct. On what's that like? Taste sensations. New taste sensations. Now, this one's not Just super a new. Noise, oh. It's not super new. They've been out for a little while, but it's a new Tim Tam flavour. And they sold out. You just take whatever you want. They sold out. So they've taken five. Of course you have. They've sold out. They sold out twice. The first like cho- two, mm. two deliveries they sold out of. Smells like chocolate. Yeah. Well, that's fine. This is Tim Tam oh. coconut cream oh. flavour. <laughs> I think Brendan's just had a sexual experience in front of me. <laughs> Do you like it, Brendan? Just as well. There's not much fluid these days. Yeah, that's just delicious, isn't it? Absolutely just delicious. delicious. <laughs> just delicious. <laughs> must be that ginger beer from those Bundy chips. It they must, must have be. alcohol. I it thought must they were. Be. They are delicious. You know, 
both you and I in our childhoods really wanted to eat Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island <laughs> coconut cream pie. Both of us did. I think this tastes like Mary Ann's coconut cream pie if she made it. I'm going to take a bite. Now, I must tell you the story. I might have told you the story. I know you've been to Bali recently. I haven't been for a long time, but found this cafe up at uh, Chandy Dasa on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and they made coconut cream pie, and it was delicious. And the only reason I used to go back there was to have their coconut cream pie. I think I went there three times, like over three different trips. Well, when I was in Hawaii, McDonald's did a limited edition coconut cream pie. Did you try it? Yep. Yep. And? Gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, those chocolate, those um, coconut uh, cream Tim Tams are 10 out of 10. 10 out, well done. I'm giving them, and I'm a coconut person. I love coconut, as you know. I'm giving them about a seven. They're just that little bit too sweet for me. Oh, they are very sweet, yeah. Mm. Hey, Brendan. Mm-hmm. You know when you see something that's not quite right? Oh, I hate that. What do you say? Uh, NQR. I say, call my lawyer. Oh, my God. What's the case today? Okay, this is actually mm. a multiple lawsuit in the one pack. you got a box with you. I'm actually going to put photos of this up in the show notes so that everyone can can uh, look along with me. This really is the case of too many unfulfilled promises. Oh. Okay. Well, the first thing I need to ask mm. you, yes. first, Your Honour, is what's your favourite snack food? I do love a kettle uh, chili chip. They're okay. one of my faves. Yeah. Are they are they your very favourite? Favourite chip size so snack? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, yeah. do you think that in amongst your favourites would be Smith's Original or Salt and Vinegar? Not really, no. Twisties? Mm, they're okay. Not too bad. Not your favourite? No, no, no. Burger Rings? Uh, no, not at all. Well, this box of um, 20 single-serve packs mm. claims to be everyone's favourites. Oh, that's a bit much, isn't it? How can it be everyone's favourite? Not mine. Well, it's not mine either, so there's lawsuit number one. Are we in everyone? Included, usually, in everyone? We're part of everyone. Part of everyone. Yeah, no, no, that doesn't make sense. Absolutely. Everyone, and I believe we're also part of everybody. So if they're just going to change it to everybody, we're still, it's still wrong. It's also called a fun mix. Well, they're pretty standard snacks, aren't they? Are they fun? Do you think that's fun? Luna Park's fun. They're not fun. Yeah, Luna Park's just for fun. It says on the back here all the best brands, Smith's, Twisties, and Burger Rings. All the best brands? It says all the best brands. To keep everyone happy. Well, I'm not, and I'm part of everyone. I present to you a very highly problematic case of false advertising and also sweeping statements um, which are not inclusive of the entire population. I accept your case. Call my lawyer! What are we going to stream next week and have a look at, Doc? I'm going to be streaming... 321 McCartney. Oh, yeah. Now, that's a six-parter. Mm. So, I thought we might break it up into half. Mm-hmm. So, we'll do three, episode one, two, and three next week, the following week, four, five, six. Okay. And that's streaming currently on ABC iView. So, we'll have a look at that and uh, let you know what we think. Yep. And don't forget, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email uh, fairybread at fairybreadpod at gmail.com. And don't forget... Play nice. Wherever you play.